Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. It's Tuesday the 12th of November. Coming up, pregnant women urged to get flu jab. You having the vaccine can protect your baby for up to six months of age. You know, and that, that's really quite significant. Former cricketer takes up career as firefighter. I realised I needed to to have that sort of focus and and, and do something. Um, and it takes hard work to get there, but I had that end goal. And Paralympians set sights on new sport. I actually started when I was 13, and then when skiing sort of took over a little bit, I had to unfortunately give up rowing for a few years. Um, but now I've taken it back up, now I've come back to uni. Kent Online News. First today, a man from Northern Ireland has appeared in court charged with the deaths of 39 people found in the back of a lorry near the Dartford Crossing. Eamon Harrison from County Down is accused of the manslaughter of the Vietnamese nationals who were found inside a trailer in Greys last month. Essex police are trying to extradite the 22-year-old lorry driver who's being held in the Republic of Ireland. Four people have gone on trial accused of murdering a man in Maidstone. Wesley Adyinka died near his home in Knightrider Street in February after being stabbed in the chest. The four men, who were aged between 18 and 39, are all from London and Surrey. Police are investigating after video emerged claiming to show an illegal fox hunt on the Kent-Sussex border. The drone footage shows a pack of dogs reportedly chasing and killing a fox on land between Romney Marsh and Rye at the weekend. Hunting wild animals was banned in this country in 2005. Pregnant women in Kent are being urged to get the flu jab, as stats show just 4 in 10 got it last year. Ursula Marsh, who's the head of midwifery at the East Kent Hospitals Trust, has been telling Nicola how important it is to get vaccinated. Predominantly, women, when they're pregnant, they tend to feel quite fit and healthy. Um, But I think what, what they often forget is that when you are pregnant, that um, you, your, your body's immune system is naturally weaker. Um, and actually, as a result, the flu can cause really serious complications uh, for women during their pregnancy and, and indeed for their babies. Um, and I think because it's, uh, pregnancy is often seen as you know, a very healthy um, period in your, in your life as, as a woman. And, um, the, uh, you know, and actually, the, if you contract the flu, Um, It is indeed very serious and certainly in my experience where I have been uh, a midwife for a number of years, in the last couple of years I've seen some women become particularly unwell um, and, you know, very sadly having to have their babies prematurely, which actually separates them from their babies, their recovery period and then indeed the period of time that the baby would need to spend within a uh, within a special care baby unit um, until mum and baby are reunited and they're both well. But I think just going back to the uptake, yes of course you know we always encourage women to remain fit and healthy in pregnancy but I think it's also about giving them some assurances that actually this is, you know, this is a vaccine that um, will have great benefit, um, not just to them and protecting them, but also in protecting their unborn baby and indeed for a period of time after that. So I think it's important that the message is to say that this is okay. Um, you know, we often, often say to women in pregnancy, don't eat this, don't take that, you know, don't go there. 
Um, but you know, it's really important that we do say that this is okay. Um, and you can have this along with the whooping cough vaccine as well. So the um, it is un- unfortunate that um, the uptake is is very low, and and within maternity services, and particularly with community midwives seeing seeing women on a regular basis, uh, they do they do encourage them to obtain to obtain the flu vaccine, and of course that can be obtained from an, a number of um, of different specialties, uh, but predominantly their GP practices. Yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head there as far as promoting that it's a safe vaccine, because I know when I was expecting my daughter, I I probably would have been quite worried because, as you say, you think, right, I'm not allowed to eat this, I can't eat that, I shouldn't be doing this. And immediately, if someone wants to put an injection in you, you're suddenly thinking, what's this going to do to the baby? And you probably think more about the baby than you do yourself sometimes. Well, yes, indeed. And actually, you know, what, what we don't promote enough I don't think anyway is that actually you know you having the vaccine can protect your baby for up to six months of age you know and that that's really quite significant um, protection you know for for a one vaccine for both mother and and for baby and all and the research there's quite a lot of research now that is saying you know about how how flu can kill um, and I'm sure you have the statistics, but the Public Health England have published statistics of an average of 8,000 people every year worldwide. And that that's an awful lot of people, um, you know, and I think, you know, over 3,000 people being admitted into an intensive care setting, you know, and just to have a vaccine has the potential to prevent all of that. Do you think maybe we've started to use the word flu a bit too flippantly? I mean, I had a bit of a cold last week and someone said, oh, have you had flu? I'm like, no, absolutely not. I've had the flu once before and I know I couldn't hardly move. But a lot of people will say they've got flu when really they've just got a bit of a cold. Do you think we underestimate quite how serious flu is? I think most definitely we do. Um, You know, and and for a... Sadly, when when a pregnant woman will and does get flu, she is seriously unwell. And I have seen a case previously where a woman has been um, intubated on, on ITU in an intensive care unit. You know, and that that's a big deal when you're pregnant. Um, and that's not the sort of thing you want to experience, um, you know, during your pregnancy. And then, as I said before, to have an early delivery and a baby being born prematurely has, has a whole element and of um, risk attached to that as well but certainly I've had flu before and oh my goodness you you seriously can't even get out of bed so it's much worse than just needing a bit of a uh, a, a 24 48 hours recoup time of some paracetamol and um, but you know you can you can still get about a bit this is really serious and you get you know quite considerable um, fever high temperatures headaches, really achy muscles, joint pain, and significant fatigue, actually. And and certainly that was my experience as well. Um, You know, people often say, oh, I've got flu, as you said, but, you know, the common cold is the common cold. It tends to go within a couple of days. Uh, It's a viral infection, and you you tend to be able to manage that physically. But indeed, flu um, 
does have much more intensive um, signs and symptoms and experiences and lasts a lot longer. Nationally, the aim is to get 55% of pregnant women vaccinated. Kent Online reports. There's been another increase in the number of people in Kent who are out of work. According to new figures, 31,090 were claiming jobless benefits in the county in October. That's 970 more than the previous month. Swales saw the highest increase with 150 more people unemployed. Gravesham was the only place in the county which had a rise in employment. As severe flooding hits parts of northern England and the Midlands, climate change is being blamed for a huge rise in the number of flood alerts being issued here in Kent. Over the last four months, almost 50 have been in force across the county, compared to just four in the same period last year. Heavy rain and high tides have been causing concerns and homes in Strood and Gravesend were flooded in September. It comes as forecasters a warning of heavy rain in Kent later this week. The Met Office have issued a yellow alert for the whole of Thursday. We're told the conditions could cause flooding and travel disruption. A man's been charged after someone went into a shop near Gravesend with a knife and stole cash from the till. Staff at the Nisa store on London Road in Northleet were threatened on Saturday. The 20-year-old from the town has appeared before magistrates and is due at Crown Court next month. Kent Online News. The owners of a farm near Maidstone where almost 50 people were treated for suspected carbon monoxide poisoning insist the company did nothing wrong. Four people were taken to hospital following a reported gas leak at the industrial estate off Sutton Road in Langley last Wednesday. The boss of Charlton's farm says their tests can't figure out why people became so ill. The health and safety executive is also investigating. A supermarket apologised after a mum bought baby milk for her 10-week-old son, then realised it was a month past its best before date. She noticed before giving any of the apps milk from Sainsbury's near Whitstable to baby Jaden. A spokesman for the supermarket says stock has been checked to make sure it doesn't happen again. A former Kent cricketer who won the Ashes with England has been talking about his latest career change as he trains to be a firefighter. Geraint Jones has been a coach and teacher since retiring in 2015. The 43-year-old's been chatting to the Professional Cricketers Association about his ambitions. I'm on a two-week foundation course to become an on-call firefighter. Uh, Sandwich is my local station. On day three of the foundation course, we have done some various theoretical input within the classroom and some practical drills out in the yard. Good six to nine months ago, I was here for fitness testing, go on an induction weekend, and then six weeks on our station, and then full on two weeks. And hopefully, by the end of it, you've become what they call competent. It's used to teamwork, whole part of the fire service is becoming part of the team, and working as a team member, all strength from weaknesses. Uh, competitive street side of it, uh, physical fitness, and probably the big one in the level he's been playing cricket at, he's used to pressure. There's a few various reasons why. Uh, it's just something that's, I don't know, niggled away. And Alex Morris, I think he's a whole time firefighter, so uh, I remember him talking about it, and uh, it probably maybe triggered something. It's a fantastic career, everyone that I speak to, so obvious the passion that, that they have for the job. It's something that, you know, there's one person out there it triggers something, that'd be great. Every day is a, a learning day. A bit like cricket where you say every time you go in the nets you're looking to get better. Yesterday we had a really tough day here and yeah, it took me back to you know, the sort of last session of the you know, middle of the test match where legs are gone, 
hot conditions. It's never too early to start for me. But even before this, I'd started a university course online, um, simply in like, you know, because I wanted to supplement what I was doing at school. I realised I needed to to have that sort of focus and 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 do something. Um, and it takes hard work to get there, but I had that end goal, um, and I suppose now I'm fulfilling that and, and reaping the benefit. We've got the full video on our website. Kent Online reports. It's emerged some of the work to regenerate a Kent town is due to be completed next month. The spirit of Sittingbourne project includes a new cinema, hotel and restaurants like Nando's, Pizza Express and Lounges. Developers say the Bourne Place Leisure Quarter opposite the railway station should be finished in December. A dog's been rescued after getting stuck down an abandoned badger set near Deal. Bella the Terrier ran away from her owner at Betshanger Park yesterday morning. It took staff and volunteers two hours to get her out and they had to cut down five trees to reach her. This was the moment they finally managed to bring her to safety. Oh, look at that. You used to be white, didn't you, Bella? Did someone lose a black dog? You can see the dramatic footage at kentonline.co.uk. Kent Online Sport. Football, and we now know who the Kent teams will face in the second round of the FA Cup. If Gillingham win their replay against Sunderland, they'll welcome AFC Wimbledon or Doncaster Rovers to Priestfield. Elsewhere, Dover will travel to take on either Stevenage or Peterborough, and Maidstone will be away to Blackpool. Cricket now, and Kent Zach Crawley has hit a century for England in a warm-up match ahead of their Test Series against New Zealand. He retired on 103 not out against to New Zealand 11 overnight, with England finishing the first day in a strong position on 258 for one. And finally today, a Kent Paralympian is hoping to become one of very few athletes who've competed in the winter and summer games. Millie Knight won three skiing medals in Pyeongchang in 2018 and was world champion the previous year. The 20-year-old is now at the Uni of Kent and has taken up rowing. She's also giving karate a go. Her and her coach Joe Phillips were on Team Talk on KMTV last night. Skiing is obviously something that I've done all my life um, and now going to university I have the opportunities to take up all these different sports um, and karate is obviously something that I've wanted to do sort of all my life but I've never had the opportunity um, and now I do so I thought let's give this a try um, but rowing is something that I've done since I was 13 um, and I loved it. It was such an important part of my life at the time um, until skiing sort of took over and I ended up going to the Sochi 2014 Winter Paralympics, um, which wasn't my goal. It, um, so obviously rowing had to sort of take mm. a back step there. But now I'm back at university uh, and taking up rowing again. So it's all such great cross training for skiing. Mentioned great cross training, Joe. It's absolutely brilliant what Millie's doing. And we saw you talking in the piece there. She could go on to make history here. Potentially, yeah. Potentially. <laughs> she's humble. Yes, she's very it's, humble. It's about early it. days. It's early days. But she's got a great talent mm -hmm. and um, she's got the right mindset as well. So she, she really enjoys the sport, which helps. Um, she's fit um, and she's very positive. So um, having known her and had been lucky enough to coach her when she was at school, um, when I started this, this new job in, in the, the beginning of this term, I knew Millie was at uh, the university 
And so I hunted her down and said, right, you're going to come rack rowing. And she was there, oh, yes, please, sir. It's, it's absolutely great. brilliant to, to see you um, going on to, to try these new sports as well. Just remind us how great it was winning those. It must seem like a bit, bit of a while ago now. It does. It certainly does. Um, those medals were absolutely insane. Um, the previous year, I'd had a seriously bad concussion. Um, and that had taken me sort of, well, six months mm. to sort of recover from physically um, before I was able to get back onto snow and skiing. Um, but around two years sort of mentally and sort of psychologically to get over. So I actually had the concussion um, on the Paralympic slope in Pyeongchang where the Games would be the following year. Um, so to stand in the start gate actually at the Paralympics thinking, oh, crikey, the last time I skied down here, I was blue-lighted off to hospital and sort of had a brain injury from it. Makes the um, win that much sweeter, doesn't it? Does, it does, exactly. Well. And then when we first got back to racing uh, after the crash, I, I was sort of 25 seconds behind and we really weren't where we wanted to be. And so it was really frustrating. And then when we crossed the line in, in Pyeongchang and we'd, we'd come second and we were 0 0.86, uh, yeah, 0.86 behind gold, it was phenomenal. To, to us, it felt like gold. You've also... As well, we, we know you as a world paraskiing world champion as yeah. such, but you weren't able to defend your title this year. How gutting was that? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so to be crowned sort of world champion was just insane. It was phenomenal. It really, really was. Um, yeah, I, I did crash at the end of that one too. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't talk about that part. I have learned how to stop yeah. since. No. Um, but uh, this year I wasn't able to compete at the World Championships through injury, which was absolutely devastating. Um, but looking back now, it's, it's great. Um, uh, I had the year where I was able to uh, sort of recover and actually get stronger. So now I'm in a far, far better position um, going into this year where we don't have a World Championships, but we do have World Cups. Um, so it's still quite a sort of fairly important year. But the following year will be a world championship year. So hopefully we won't just be aiming for one gold. That's it for now. But don't forget, you can go to kentonline.co.uk for more news throughout the day. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.